London is calling right now. Namana Connolly is our Global News Ottawa correspondent. She's joining us live from London, England for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Amanda, the question that I most want to know is what's it like to be in London, England, celebrating the Queen's reign 70 years, longest time on that throne in Britain? What's the feeling like? Well, 70 years, as you mentioned, there really is a momentous occasion. You know, everywhere that you're going on the streets, in London right now, you're hearing people shouting out, you know, the platy jube, they're calling it here. You hear that that shout kind of over and over again on the street, platy jube, platy jube. People are celebrating with that out here. And certainly we're seeing thousands of people out on the street around London today. Yesterday around Buckingham Palace and the, the really central parts of London, really you were into the tens of thousands here, absolutely packed crowds of people all through the streets there, making their way up the mile towards Buckingham Palace, uh, really crowding in for the chance to kind of get up close and maybe not so personal, but have that front row view for what is certainly not just a once in a lifetime opportunity here and, and an event, but we're really hearing um, an, an event that may never happen again. Again, 70 years is a mm -hmm. historic length for a reign here. And given how long, of course, people um, are living right now and when, when the, the next heirs will come to the throne, the likelihood of that happening again is, is likely very slim. We're hearing over and over. Yeah, this is really a story about transition as well. We're, we're seeing a lot of Prince Charles, who's obviously next in line for the throne, but we're seeing William. I thought I saw some uh, of the Thanksgiving service today paying tribute to the Queen's lengthy reign held at St. Paul's Cathedral. That's wrapped up now. But all the family members were in attendance, and I thought it was really interesting that they had Kate dressed in this uh, color of yellow. And then I saw uh, a shot of Queen Elizabeth in the same yellow color from back in the day. And I thought, ah, that's a nod to the queen and that we were looking at the next queen as well, right? Yeah, there certainly is, of course, so much of, of the tradition kind of wrapped in here. You see it all the time in the, the nods and in, in the clothing and kind of what they're wearing with the fashion. Uh, Prince Louis as well, while out, out on the Buckingham, Buckingham Palace balcony, pardon me, wearing a little kind of sailor styled suit that certainly looked similar to some of what you've seen, uh, Prince William in previously when he was a young boy. And we've, of course, seen Kate over the years, the Duchess of Cambridge, uh, making various nods to different fashion, both of um, Princess Diana as well as the Queen there. And so we're really seeing, as, as you mentioned there, this kind of nod towards the coming transition. The Queen is 96 years old. She does have some health issues over the past couple of months, and those kept her from attending the service at St. Paul's Cathedral today. And so there's really that recognition that there is a change coming. There is, this is the twilight very much of her reign right now as the monarchy prepares for what is going to be a, a really important transition here. And, and of course, as a lot of countries in the Commonwealth are having questions and, and debates about what the future of the monarchy there will be. It's interesting you talk about the future of the monarchy. Uh, we know that Harry and Meghan left their public roles. They, they just left England entirely. They're back, uh, and part of the service that went down today. One person we have not seen and we're not going to see is Prince Andrew, who I believe it was the head of the church had said, uh, the Church of England had said, you know, maybe we should, uh, forgive. And I thought that's the most ridiculous message to put out right now, but he conveniently, enough or coincidentally came down with COVID just the last couple of days. Does that, is it strike anybody as suspicious? Is that a nice way to say, well, he's not here because he can't be? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think coincidental there is certainly the right word to use. There were more than a couple of eyebrows raised, uh, certainly when that came out the other day and we heard that Prince Andrew 
would not be attending this. Um, again, he, he is one of the, the many kind of um, figures that are involved in some of the turmoil around the monarchy right now. Harry and Meghan as well. Uh, the other ones there, uh, really, there, there's been kind of, um, from, from the experts that we've been talking to, the, the monarchy's been facing a reckoning over the past couple of years. Part of that has to do with Prince Andrew and the issue of accountability and, and the transparency of the monarchy when it comes to uh, expectations and, and the law and things like that. The other one there, of course, has to do with the monarchy itself, with race, with kind of the broader conversations taking place right now around colonialism, about acknowledging kind of some of the, the harmful impacts that there have been where uh, the, the, the monarchy, of course, has, has gone in and colonized countries. And so all of this really ties together at the moment here as the monarchy uh, and, and the queen in particular is trying to chart that transition into the future here, particularly kind of laying the groundwork for Prince William for uh, Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge, of course, when they eventually do come to the throne. Prince Charles, of course, will be the next one to come to it here, but his reign will likely be very short because he is into his 70s now, of course, and so really a, a lot of talk about the way ahead and really the future for the monarchy as this big celebration is taking place on the streets here. Yeah, the celebration is, is it's just steeped in uh, tradition, as we've said. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, it's the 243rd edition of a famous uh, horse race. It is the Eps, it's at Epsom Downs race course. It's the Derby. The Queen usually goes to this. It, odds are not high that she'll be there. But in the evening, uh, the Platinum Party at the Palace is a big concert that has a massive lineup. They, it's taking up three stages built in front of Buckingham Palace. I, I'm not sure if the Queen is going to be kind of peeping through a window to check it out, but can you talk about some of the entertainment that's going to be on those stages? Yeah, and you know what? I learned a fun fact while I've been here, actually. Apparently I love fun in, facts. in Britain, they, they, they pronounce it not the Epsom Derby, but the Epsom Derby. So there oh, you go, a, a fun little you. local fact here. Like I, uh, that was news to me. And so, yeah, of course, we're, we're seeing a number of kind of big parties happening here. Some big names, I believe, uh, Diane, Diana Ross, uh, Rod Stewart, uh, a whole bunch of uh, big performers coming into this performance here around Buckingham Palace. And the crowds, of course, are going to be massive. This is really a big party, big stage atmosphere. You can see it all being set up when you're down there in, in the area. And so um, this this is coming again at the, at the heel of a couple of years of real turmoil here in Britain. Of course, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, Brexit as well. There's been a lot of political uh, challenges and kind of societal issues here for the country. And this really is is a, a chance from the people that I've been talking to out on the streets over the past couple of days here to bring the country together, to kind of bring people uh, into, you know, f together and kind of friendship and, and mm. out and, and enjoying company and kind of rebuilding some of those bonds that have been strained over the past couple of years. We heard that from the Queen herself, of course, early in the pandemic, talking about the need to kind of get back to seeing friends and, and, and that kind of being the thing that holds people together. And so all of this really uh, is is part of what we're seeing with these big parties bringing everyone out. And of course, looking ahead to Sunday as well, um, all of the, the, the lunches, they look fantastic, lined up down the streets. Without the, the sandwiches, without the crusts? Yes, everything cut off neatly. You've got the bunting, all of the British foods. Uh, the grocers, of course, here have so many uh, kind of unique Jubilee items for sale. There is a corgi cake at one of them, a literal Swiss roll cake shaped like a corgi, the queen's favorite dog. And so really the, the whole country here certainly seems to be getting into the spirit. Although there, there are again, a lot of folks who, who still have questions about the relevancy of the monarchy.
Seems a bit macabre to cut into the Queen's dog, but I do uh, appreciate you joining us and have a great time in Jolly Old. It's going to be uh, something for the record books, at least career-wise. It's a lot Absolutely. of fun. Jealous over here wonderful. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day, Amanda. Thanks, you too. Cheers. Amanda Connolly is our Global News Ottawa correspondent.